Welcome back to another episode of Sports 360. I am John Holley, the sports editor here at Rock Valley College for Valley Forge. I'm joined by my good partner and friend, Ryan Wilcox. So, a lot of a lot of things going down in the sports world um, across all franchises and platforms. Um, but a lot's been going on in our neck of the woods here locally at Rock Valley. Our uh, women's basketball team has been doing very well, and uh, Ryan was lucky enough to go to Madison and join the team and really get that playoff experience. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, Rock Valley basketball is doing uh, – the ladies are doing great. Mm-hmm. They um, So we all knew that this was coming, that playoff time was all around, and both the women's men – the women's and the men's programs are going to the playoffs. So I believe we mentioned it last week uh, lightly. Um, the, um, I keep saying, um, you have to realize everybody just to know that, uh, I keep saying, uh, forgive me. Oh my gosh. It's, it's midterms. We We just got through midterms. I just had six exams to go through in a huge, uh, sociological uh, explanation review paper of uh, gender norm violations and into empirically, qualitatively, and assess the data extrapolation of the experience that I went through. So I'm ready to be a sociology teacher if I needed to be right now, if you can't tell. But my brain is pretty mushy right now, so forgive me. But here we go. Rock Valley had a pep rally last Wednesday. That rhymed. Rock Valley has a pep rally last Wednesday. Yeah. That's that's pretty baller. Now you're a poet. I should have. Dang it! That should have been the headline. What was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so they had a pep rally for the playoffs teams. So for the men's and women's basketball team, and the main uh, audience in attendance were obviously the other players and coaches that were uh, you know part of the different um, athletic programs. As well as some students and advising and faculty and the president. And there's there quite a few people there. It looked like a packed room, um, depending on what side you looked at. But it was well attended for the most part. And they had food, so students love that. So that Wednesday night, Rock Valley men's basketball team had a playoff game against Harper College, I believe. It's been a week now. Forgive me. I believe it was against Harper College. And they won that game pretty uh, – at halftime it was close, but then they ended up winning it by like 20 after having like a 10, 15-point deficit right. to start the game. Mm-hmm. They really turned it around. So at the pep rally, the athletic director, Misty Opat, she's a great person. She's also the basketball coach for the women's team, invited the Valley Forge to go out there and to take pictures and capture the game and do whatever we wanted. So I said, yes, I will be there. This okay. isn't my weekend of work, and what am I else am I going to do? Sit down and play Fortnite, which I actually kind of wanted to do, yeah. but I was like, let's let's go for a new experience here. So I went, I, I got our camera, which we have a really nice camera, thanks to our advisor, Jay Labai. Uh He's a baller, and he's uh, probably the best person on campus. Um, that's also kind of biased, but I mean, yeah. you can at me on Twitter yeah. at Ryan Real Fox. Yeah, someone will answer you that's there. My student name. There's my student, <laughs> student name. Yeah. So I went up there, and the team bus. We got there at eleven o'clock. They left here at uh, uh, nine o'clock. 
So we went up to Madison, and they were at Madison Community College, and which, by the way, it, um, I don't know if I can exactly say everything that happened because their facility is so nice, and I don't want to make... Yeah, they just... Madison Community College definitely has some money to put towards right. their buildings. Yeah. V- very nice. But their basketball court was extremely underwhelming. Really? That's the thing I can say, though. What about it was underwhelming? It felt like I was in a middle school gym. Really? Yeah. Like the floorboards weren't nice or something? or No, it was it was clean. Yeah. It just wasn't... It didn't suck. Okay, let me let me explain this to you. <clears throat> so at the nest, okay, All right. we have four different grandstands for a playoff game if we wanted to. Okay. But the floor, like our floor is, I don't think students realize it, or people realize it, that the court floor is really nice. Like Rock Valley has an extremely nice basketball court. And we we go, and I go to Madison, and I look at this, and I'm like, one, the bleachers look like, Something from a junior high. It's just, you know, wood. It's just simple. It's plain. Yeah. Plain for how the whole campus looked. It didn't reflect okay. what the campus actually didn't looked really like. It didn't reflect the tone. Yes. Okay. Now, if the <laughs> if their basketball court was made out of granite, I mean, that would have reflected it perfectly. Yeah. And the seats made out of perfectly carved marble. Yeah. But anyways. With each person. It just, it was very underwhelming. It was poorly lit in there. Okay. You know, because I'm a, a professional topo- photographer now, picture taker, as, yeah, I, also, as they call themselves. The pictures were still good, though. Yeah, after I kind of figured out how to adjust them, um, it was just, it just didn't fit the... With, with our Wi-Fi-enabled camera. That's right. Baller. Yeah. Um, At Nick Talon. That's right. Wait, what? He wasn't there. I know. I was there. I know. I was just making fun of him. Oh. Yeah. Well, just add him at Tate Nallen. Tate Nallen. And he'll get to you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Uh, so we get there, they shoot around fine. I talked to some of the, um, injured reserve players and, uh, two redshirt freshmen and they all are saying, you know, this game's important obviously because it's a playoff semifinal game in the region four bracket. So whoever wins that game goes to the region four championship. Right. Um, Rock Valley women's had just won the NC four division or no, NAC Conference, which is, you know, their North, uh, it's not North, Northern, Northern Atlantic, it's not that, but right. they won their conference, or their division. So they're playing in the, con- the NC4 Conference now. Sorry, I'm a little confusing right now. And they're set to play, oh man, Elgin. Elgin Community College. Elgin Community College, yeah. They ended up being the Spartans, but there was nowhere on their uniform that said Spartans or anything. I only found out until after the game, after I got the press sheet, that I was like, oh, they're the Spartans. (laughs) That's what they're called. That was cool. Okay. But we had no no idea. And and, and another note is is that the Rock Valley women's jerseys are, like, we have good jerseys too. So they're well-designed. They're unique. Just sets apart our program. the, the NBA statement jerseys and then ours. Yes, just yes, a exactly right. like that. Yeah. I <laughs> so shoot around happens, and they they go to the pregame huddle, and everything is just kind of hashed out there, and they get ready to go. And there was actually a lot of people. I was surprised at the amount. Rock Valley had their own middle section full of you know wow. parents and supporters and professors that came out to watch the game. Cool. 
mid-game, they started doing the wave, which I thought was really funny. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a picture on our recap story. Nice. It's pretty funny. So, but they're playing Elgin to go to the conference uh, finals, uh, you know, championship game. And Rock Valley starts up, and they just they just do it to it, man. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't stop for nobody. And so they they started off the game with like a it was like twelve twelve to two or something like that. Okay, and they they just had a hot start. So it goes back and forth, back and forth. One thing that I realized in the first half is is that, um, on it it felt like and it looked like for me that they were communicating really well with each other, passing the ball around, taking their shots, and making them. Mm-hmm. Uh, All three important things. Yeah. And on the defensive side, they, uh, I think what is interesting, if you go to a game, which I hope everyone listening would go to a game, this Saturday, 1 o'clock in the, in the nest, pet, the Peck Center, um, is, is that it's very rare that you do see them let a shot go uncontested. I think that's just one of their qualities. They play physical. They play, they play tough. And, um, Misty Opet knows what she's doing. So does Coach Sierra Morris. Yeah, I mean, defense isn't something you see that often in the NBA nowadays. I mean, it's true. Yeah, just ask the Rockets. I they mean, don't. They can't even spell defense. I mean, unless you have a team with a prominent dot blocker, then you know, Sergey Ig- uh, Ibaka. Ibaka. I was gonna say Igudala, and I was like, no, 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 no. Um, Weird combo. But yeah, by halftime, Rock Valley was up twenty points, and they had a pretty considerable lead they they just kind of held it so when they went into their uh halftime adjustment they i'm trying to remember something here they went into their halftime halftime and they made an adjustment they were like play hard play fast okay keep the pedal to the metal right um but unfortunately in the third quarter the scoring was lopsided like 24 to 8. Hmm. So then that's when I saw they weren't letting shots go untested, uncontested, but it, the defense got a little bit soft. But after a timeout, fourth quarter break, not fourth quarter break, but you know the intermission between right. the third and fourth quarter, they came right back and just pound, pounded the ball just straight, straight lamping, as I think the youngsters used to call it. Straight lamping. I've never heard of that before. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> it just came to me. Not a real expression. But <laughs> it's okay. And they just crushed them. They only cool. scored 10 points that quarter, and Rock Valley scored like 24. Nice. Just dropped threes. It, the score would have looked worse. They won by 30. It was like 84 to 30. It, it, was, 30. it was a blowout. Yeah, it was. It just would have looked worse, but in like the last two minutes, they scored like their nine points of the quarter by just dropping threes. Yeah. And they were like, the game's over. It's yeah. whatever. Have fun with it. Yeah, seriously. So, outside of that, I mean, they won the game. Mm-hmm. They scouted the next game, which was a pretty, it was a nail-biter between uh, Madison Community College, the host, versus Joliet Junior College. Uh, something happened. Yes, man, someone died, probably. Probably. Um, oh, yeah, it's just soccer, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> And that was a nail-biter game, which they stayed and scouted. And the score literally went like this. Back, forth, back, forth, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 24, 20. Like, they all just took turns scoring. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the last minute of the game that uh, Joliet Junior College finally pulled away by two points in a terrible hacking foul by Madison mm. to put the game away at seven points ahead. Okay. So they won. Everyone was pretty much upset in there except for the people from Joliet. Um, and then they were they're up to face Rock Valley Sunday morning or Sunday afternoon for the uh, Region 4 uh, championship game. Okay. So then from what I understand, and I watched it, live-streamed it on some weird tweet that uh, their RVC Athletics tweeted out, and watched the game, and sure enough, the Rock Valley women's did the exact same thing to mm. <laughs> to Elgin. They just got ahead fast and never gave up the lead. Nice. So I can't attest too much to the game because I actually wasn't there to take pictures. Right. I just watched it during um, uh, my my breaks that I had. But they just outstanding outstanding game on on uh, Saturday. But I think the the one thing I was talking to Coach Opat after, and she, and she was explaining, she was saying that uh, I think the only difference that we need to do is we need to play uh, lights out the whole game and not just three quarters. Right. So, which between the first quarter or between the first half and the sixth half, the shooting percentage was at 38, which I thought was low because it felt like they'd scored a lot better yeah. than that. And then in the second half, which I'm pretty sure is due to the fourth quarter of them playing lights out, right. it was at 60%. So okay. wow. there was an there was an increase, even though it felt like the first half was better. Gotcha. But they won. They put it in the bag, and they are now set to face. <sighs> actually, I don't know who they're set to face. I'm actually going to write a story about it later today, tomorrow morning. But for the District B championship, they're playing some team from Ohio, I believe, here at the Nest. Last year, it was in Ohio, and then they went to Utica, New York, for the playoff uh tournament but we're hosting it here so if they can win on saturday it just goes along with the dream season of hosting the national championship at home and being able to play in it so nice um but with all good things there's also some something we need to talk about and i don't know if you're aware of it but unfortunately the rockford Rockford, Rock Valley men's basketball team uh, have been eliminated from the playoffs. Oh. They beat Madison, I believe, okay. on Saturday later after the the ladies game, and then they were then they faced. Uh, I actually think it was Joliet. They faced Joliet, and they um, gave up the lead early and could actually never recover it after tying the game multiple times. Oh, wow. But then Joliet would just push the game away. And they they couldn't uh, take back the lead, so they lost, and they are now eliminated from playoff contention in the tournament for the D three National NJCAA championship. So that's a disappointing part, but at least um, if we're going to look at silver linings and bright sides, is yeah. that the women's they are lights out, and we can watch them play here Saturday. Cool. So yeah, that is what is the update in our neck of the woods. Nice. Rock Valley ladies are playing terrific. And then I think if it's any anecdote, uh, the the men's uh, baseball team has a 
kind of made me laugh, but they actually, because it's just so random to me, but they're playing it in a tournament, I believe in Texas, to, oh, cool. <laughs> to start their to start their spring training season. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. That's pretty random. And then the softball is, they were doing their pitchers and uh, catchers report for sure. Cool. So cool. everything's starting to come around the corner here, pal. Oh, I wish I was in Texas. Ye- ye- yeah. I mean, not, not yesterday. Yesterday was nice. Yesterday was nice. Yeah. yeah, yesterday was nice. Went for a run. It's really nice. Dude, I've been starting. Okay. Side note here. You've been, how did your legs feel after you got done? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. It's, it's been a while. I haven't run since probably last fall. So my my buddy is like, well, he I have a membership to the Y here in town, okay. and he was like, hey, do you wanna? I need some uh, I need some accountability. Yeah, he can work out with me and make sure that I just actually get there. And I was like, I think the real question is, is if I'm actually gonna get there. Yeah, but he like actually does like workouts, and I usually just go there to run. Mm-hmm. So my my arms have feel. I, I think they're jello this yeah. week. They just have felt horrible. Yeah. But I guess uh, what they say is true. No pain and no gain. I think that was on the bottom of one of my and one shoes when I was in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what um, what should we go to now, John? Well, I think while, our, while we're on the topic of basketball, we should transition into the NBA. What? No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah you're right. We should do that. Um. And one person, not one person that makes sense. That doesn't really sound right. But I wasn't uh, judging you. One person that has been going off lately is uh, from down south in Nolas. Oh, is, uh, okay. Is uh, Anthony Davis? He Anthony Davis. The month of February has been real nice to him, or maybe he's been just lighting it up lately. But um, let's go seven games. He's had thirty-eight points or more. He's put up 18 rebounds as the highest and five blocks as the highest. His the best game he's had this month is 53 points, 18 rebounds, and five blocks. Okay, and that's all without Demarcus Cousins. Dang. So he's 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 gonna be injured for a while, right? Yeah. Gotcha. So he's really picking up the slack, and uh, yeah, he's doing very well. He he might be up on the the MVP candidate now, but sure, you know why not. The uh, I saw last night the Nuggets lost to the Spurs in a heartbreaker game, <sighs> blowing the lead. We had we were up nineteen, 19. at one point, and on TNT the five times we've been on TNT and played at home we've won. But yeah, you've, we had just, a, you've had a primetime streak. Yeah, yeah, and we, I don't, I don't know. I kind of sat there and and weeped Pondered and gnashed my teeth because. Yeah. One, I had a- exams, and then two, right. that happened. And yeah. I was like, this isn't helping. But we'll, we'll talk about them later because I have an interesting question or a debate topic. But. Yeah, uh, they're definitely winning the the Larry O'Brien trophy. Yeah, for sure. Okay, perfect. Um, but, yeah, let's, let's stay in the Western Conference and give you an update on the standings. Houston has been hot. Yeah, they have. 48 and 13. CP3 is killing it. Yeah. Them and... Uh, James Harden. We are going to take a quick break here, and we will be right back. Please hold on. Welcome back, everybody. This is Ryan Wilcox with the Valley Forge. I'm sorry, we don't have to do introductions. It just feels like we need to. Um, we, You never know what you'll encounter 
in a in a day's work. You never know what will happen here in the uh, mass comm department here at Rock Valley College. But students need to get done what they need to get done because this week is finals week. So we, we had a true. minor interruption, but we are... We're back. You won't even feel it, but we just felt it. So Not we just need to explain to you why we feel... What are you talking about? Maybe what? your voice... Oh, yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know. We're, let's get back to it, shall we? Right. <clears throat> so we were talking <laughs> about Houston, and Houston is the hot thing in the NBA right now. Uh, top of the entire NBA league. You're not lying. 48 and 13. And if anything needs to sum up the performance they've put on this season, what, like 10 plus wins in a row right now. Um, and uh, if anything encapsulates how they've been doing is the game against the Clippers last night. We need to note for sensitive reasons that we need to note that there was uh, one death in the Clippers organization last moment night. Moment of silence, please. And let's take a moment of silence for uh, number no one will never forget, Wesley Johnson. So if that you, was beautiful. If you hadn't seen it already... Um, James Harden just completely snatched the soul out of <laughs> out of Willie. Oh my God! Oh my God! He uh, he completely owns the guy, takes his soul, stares him down, looks at him for disrespecting two point three seconds, and then drops a three pointer while he's trying to pick himself back up. I can't bring the microphone this close to my face because I'm going. It is in. It is the worst best play you'll ever it's just so sick it's sick it's james harden has officially that was probably one of the most disrespectful plays <laughs> i've ever seen like, yeah. since since alan iverson stepped over teron Lou. oh man that was probably worse, oh my god that it just do yourself do yourself a favor and, and watch the video and remember cause... remember that they are in the clippers Arena. Yeah, this is Staples Center we're talking about. This and man has a family. This man has a family. And listen to the reaction of that crowd. Right. That crowd. Your, your hometown crowd. And just see how much your ankles got obliterated. Just, oh, could man. you imagine if that was at uh, at the Rockets court? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Could you imagine if he missed? Could you? <laughs> he would definitely be on Jack yeah, and Fool. Yeah, definitely. Why'd you look at him so long? Yeah. <laughs> you going to marry him Take or something? Take the shot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Rockets have uh, experienced smooth sailing so far in the season, and uh, they are the number one contender for the Golden State Warriors, and probably will make it to the Western Conference Finals, if not the the NBA Finals. Yes, but you know, right behind them is Golden State, forty eight and fourteen, uh, just a loss back from taking the number one spot in the Western Conference, um, and then we have a big. Um, Deficit between them and Minnesota, thirty-eight and twenty-six. Which hasn't Minnesota, Minnesota's lo- or no? Maybe it's the Grizzlies. Someone's lost oh, ten games in a row. That was Phoenix. No, 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 no. It's the Grizzlies. Oh, it was yeah, Grizzlies. The Grizzlies Phoenix, have yeah. lost ten yeah. games in a row as of this morning. Yeah, well, big difference between Minnesota. And I right, right, right. Memphis, but, but they both start Memphis and Minnesota. They all start yeah. with ends. Um, but yeah, Minnesota's been looking good. Has a pretty good trio right there with Jimmy Butler. Uh, and and just to know, I keep Williams. saying this, but I'm like, you know, Jimmy Buckets is there. Then you've got uh, they're just they're they're solid. I, sorry, their coach, his name's drawing a blank right now. Uh, Mike Thibodeau. 
Mike Thibodeau. We knew this was going to happen. He's lately been in in the controversy of playing his players too long, resulting in Jimmy Butler getting a meniscus tear um, in his in his knee. Oh, yeah. And you know they've been. They've where's uh Where's Derrick Rose to testify when you? Yeah, need they've him. likened him to uh, Joakim Noah and uh, Derrick Rose getting injuries in the past. And I mean, overplaying can be a be a large factor that plays into that. Um, I'd like for you to talk to Michael Jordan about overplaying right. and then get back to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get owned. Yeah. Um, but right behind them is San Antonio, 36 and 26. New Orleans right behind them. New Orleans is on a winning streak. New Orleans, man, they were ninth for a while. Right, and they they've they've climbed up. They, they pulled themselves right. Can you imagine if if a Cousins wasn't hurt? Right. Like <sighs> he, I think I did not see the Pelicans playing this well. Yeah, I, think I knew was... they were going to play well, but after the first half of this season, I was kind of concerned. I think it was either. Um, DeMarcus Cousins or Anthony Davis saying that they would make it to the Western Conference Finals um, if if he was there and healthy. But, right. Because you know, that's that's a pretty pretty lethal duo right there. Lethal. Yeah. Too soon, man. Like, not, not hard and lethal. But, <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, What's Harden's number 12? I think so. <laughs> that should be, like, the new lethal, like, dose toxicity is <laughs> JH12. Yeah. It's a new dangerous oh. chemical. John Hunt. That's me. Oh, my. It was meant to be. Full circle. Wow. Um, And then behind them is Portland, 35 and 26. Man, Damian Lillard has been putting up some clutch shots. He's He's been, yes, he's he been known for taking that series over Houston a couple of years back with that buzzer beater and lately oh, just right, right, right. having that layup against uh, Phoenix, I think it was. But Yeah. You know, I mean, you're playing the Suns, so. <clears throat> it's kind of it's kind of a given. Yeah. Um and behind Portland is a struggling Oklahoma City. They have not been doing so well. 36 and 27, they were right up there in the third and fourth seeds. Um and right after them is Denver, 33 and 28. They're still eighth, right? Yeah, they're, or they're ninth now. They're on the bubble. They're, they're on the bubble. Who's ninth? Um ninth is the Clippers, 38 and 22, 32 and 28. And right behind them is Utah, thirty-one and thirty. Which I didn't think Utah was going to pull themselves up by the bootstraps and pull them back into this because that was pretty tough. Two but words: Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. I, need I say more? No. Don't think so. No, I don't think so. But you know, those are your Western Conference standings. Moving over to the East. Toronto, number one, forty-three and seventeen. Boston, forty-four. Good for and Toronto. Good for Toronto. Kudos um, to them, man. Remind uh so oh man. who's their number one guy? DeMar DeRozan. DeRozan. He's he's been on fire. He's a he's an MVP dark horse. If, I if think I he's gonna be. He, I think it's gonna be closer than you think. I know yeah. everyone's looking at Harden. No, you're right, you're but right. the way this season's been playing out, I think it's gonna be Harden, um the Brow. Mitchell. Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Oh, for R O I. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. yeah. So okay, so my bad. I get I get the confused. Okay, so Harden, the Brow, uh, DeRozan. Okay, I think those are gonna be the three. I feel. I don't really feel comfortable about anybody else being put in that spot. I mean, a lot of people have Steph Curry and Kevin Durant up there. Oh, just gag, just gag me. They're gag good, me right but, now. You know. Yeah, they're team players. They're not. They're, yeah, they're not solo players. But 
Um, I'm not hating on the Warriors. I'm saying most valuable player to your team. Right. Performance. Like a, like a, a team that would want any that, that specific guy on your team to make a difference. Or even just, well, players have seasons too, and I just feel like it's definitely going to be one of those three. Like a lot of a lot of people have been saying LeBron is in his prime now. I was like, mm, I'm not so sure about Questionable. that. Questionable. I would take 2012, 2013 LeBron James over the one now. Pre, Pre-GM LeBron. Right. Before I had to take When he up. was LeBron the agent. Not to say he's... I mean, he's performing very well now. I mean, he's getting triple doubles left and right, you know, but still solid, yeah, yeah. Um, but Boston has the most wins, forty-four and nineteen. Um, but they're still behind Toronto just because of their two losses. Oh wow! The new look Cavs are thirty-six and twenty-four um, in third place. Uh, Washington thirty-six and twenty-six. They're right up there with Cleveland. Uh, Pacers are 34-27, Philadelphia is 32-27, and 27. the Bucks are 33-28, and the Heat rounded out at 32-29. Interesting thing, though, I think I, the West We haven't talked about the Greek freak in a while. Yeah. That's the other person who I was thinking of. I don't have my piece of paper in front of me that he's I not, had written up. No, he's not as... He sizzled a little bit. A little bit. He hasn't been up there in the MVP race as much, mm-hmm. but he's still a very integral part of yeah. the Bucks. Um I think interesting, though, is as we looked at the records, um, the East has much more clear, I think, from the top up, the eight to one seeds. I think those are the ones going in, but the West. I mean, oh, sure, yeah. I think it's a lot more competitive because Denver's in the eighth right there. Right. And you have the Clippers in Utah right beneath them. I mean – you know, it's it's going to take a while for uh, for Blake Griffin and Andre Drummond to, you know, get that chemistry going. Right. But, you know. I, yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting if they put it together. Um, I think that's why they call it the Wild West. Hmm. Just saying. Yeah. It is going to be a crazy. It's going to be crazy. Last season, it's going to be a crazy ride to the finish because last season. Right. The playoff seeds weren't determined until the last game, yeah. or second to last game, yeah, when those, the Nuggets played can... Oklahoma City, and that decided whether Portland or the Nuggets went in. And of course, that's the game where <clears throat> Westbrook dropped the game buzzing Jamal Murray hand in your face three, yeah. which and he got to return the favor later. And but that was also the night he averaged a triple double or something like that. Yep. So. And he ascended into, I think, like he 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 gained some superpowers or something yeah. from that game. It was crazy. But yeah, those are your standings for the NBA. Um, a lot of notable performances going around. But uh, I think you know what time it is. Hot takes. Hot, hot takes. takes. It's time for hot takes. This is the uh, segment of the show where we talk about controversial, uh, debatable phrases. Call them what you like. Courtesy, hot takes, courtesy, yeah, literally hot takes, or hot cakes if you're hungry. I'm, I'm call them hot. I'm cakes. hungry now. I'm always in the mood for a pancake. Yeah, well, we just had cheesecake. So. That's true. Yeah. Which is a form of a pancake. That's true. <laughs> courtesy <laughs> of uh, your NBA opinions on Instagram, always coming at you with the uh, most interesting um, debate topics. But hit me, hit me. All right, here we go. <clears throat> While we're on the topic of 
Denver. Oh, geez. Here we go. Nikola Jokic is better than Andre Drummond and Dwight Howard. Oh. True, false, in the middle. Okay. I mean, I know you're a Denver fan, so. I know I'm a Denver fan. Nikola Jokic, the Joker, as he's affectionately called. Let me just put this out there. Okay. He has been, he's gotten a couple triple doubles. Andre Drummond has one or two double doubles every now and then. Dwight right. Howard's out of the picture for me. But. A fun anecdote is, is that Nikola Jokic owns the fastest triple double in NBA history in that the past 25 statement. years, yeah. I believe. Mm-hmm. He got one during the, I don't remember who they were playing, but all of a sudden my phone started blowing up yeah. and it was, and Nikola so, what was it like? Thirty-five minutes or something like that? No, no, no. It was like within. No, not thirty-five minutes. It was like twenty minutes. Oh, maybe that was his playing time total. Yeah. Yeah, he. It was like twenty minutes into the game, he he yeah. had it, and people were like, hmm. "Oh, oh my gosh, wait, he's gonna chew!" Oh my goodness. Yeah. So um, it's easy for him because he's a big man. He's he's, he's a like, big man. He's gonna get all those boards. Okay. Easy points in the paint, but. I can't objectively say he is because I'm obviously going to say that he is. Right. But what I see from him that I don't see out of Dwight Howard or Andre Drummond is is that Nikola Jokic, he's a big man. He can play the court. He runs the court. He's got he passes well. I don't say perfectly because there's he does trick passes he, too. He's that he's not going to pass like LeBron, but you know. He's got those assists. But he's got the, the backwards passes. He's got the behind-the-back passes Isaiah that Tom- happen all the time, like every Tom- single game. Like Isaiah Thomas, yeah. That he just... Did you see that? No. No? I did not. Okay. Um, I wish I did. It's pretty funny. Okay. But, but he does more for a team than, I would say, Dwight Howard or Andre Drummond does for their teams. That's fair. And I feel like if you put Nikola Jokic in those situations, he's going he's to produce come, the same. He's going to come out on top. Yeah. But I feel like if you put Andre Drummond or, you know, uh, not Blake Griffin, but a uh, Dwight Howard into Denver, they're not going to perform as well. They've built the team around them because Nikola can make those plays. Right. And not only that, but Nikola can also take a three. Make a layup like and, basketball players should, but he also he yeah. just he you don't know what he's gonna do. That's why they call him the Joker. That specifically, that specific thing is what will separate you from being a good center to being a great center. You know, which I, is why they went with him over Yusuf Nurkic, right? And you know, Andre Drummond is a rebounding god. He's leading the the league in rebounds per game, rebound in total. Okay. Sure, that's great. You know, it's getting the ball back for your team, uh, making those possessions count. Um, but you're right. He can't make the plays like uh, your kick can. I mean, he's yeah. You, like you said, he's he's shooting threes. He's getting those easy points in the paint. Um, Dwight Howard had a good game against Boston. Okay. But honestly, I think he's peaked since his Orlando days. But you know, oh just, yeah. I mean, he hasn't played since he. I mean, he played with the Lakers for one season. Eh, no. You know, played with Houston. No, he gave up. Yeah. He, something. That whole the whole thing that Orlando went down with something died in him. Right. I think. It just happens to players that you just you're not the same since, and you want to ask who have that who else happened that to, who else has that happened to Carmelo Anthony? Yeah, everything screwed up in Denver, and he said, "Peace out, guys. I don't want any part of this." He went to New York, and guess what? Nothing happened. I mean, he and had a good career, but I mean, he's 
but he's not the game changer he was when no, he was I, in Denver. I get your point. He hasn't produced as much as he has in the past. Right, and I understand that comes with age, but if he was still in Denver, he's got an expectation, and this goes into, if you're ready for this, sociological or psychological expectation, is the expectation theory. Is, is that when you know, when you have an expectation placed upon you to perform positively or do better, right. guess what? You are going to do better. Yeah. But if you have a negative expectation, you're going to live, you statistically are going to live up to that. And I believe that when he moved to New York, there was positive hype. Mm-hmm. But when he started playing, it wasn't enough. Yeah. He- Which is what came out of that is if everyone forgot about him, Jeremy Lin. Lin Sanity came out of that because Carmelo Anthony was not playing well yeah. and then got injured. Yeah, I Jeremy can... Lin comes in, puts up 40 a game, and then ran the NBA for like 30 games. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point that you brought up. I think it can go either both ways. Like, and I, It might be very circumstantial. I think in the case of Carmelo Anthony, it might be because you know the whole whole deal with Phil Jackson, You know, I'm not going to get onto that rabbit trail, but um, you know, I think your environment plays a big part of it and you know i think if you're a guy like nikola Jokic in uh denver nuggets program and you know they really value you as a playmaker you know he's gonna be exponentially better you know yeah i think that's very true but i you know it also depends on your environment you know and if carmelo is going to new york and he has very fond feelings for new york and he's like no bad blood you know i mean he played well i'm not gonna say he peaked or not because you know we don't have a big enough sample size from how he's performed in oklahoma city but you know, he kind of perfected. Not enough to put Oklahoma City over the edge. Right. Just saying. You know, he uh, he's perfected the mid-range shot, you know. <laughs> yes. But take, like, someone like, I don't know, Kobe Bryant, for example. He's older. The circumstances are kind of pitted against him. But, you know, towards the end of his career, he won still two NBA championships, you know. Because he didn't move. And then, two, he played up to the expectation that was upon him. Despite the, let's say the charades around him, the revolving door of players. Okay. He still played well. Yeah. And you can still play well, but the it just ex- depends on how strong of a player you are. That and then the expectation that the franchise has for you, I think, also plays in part. Because really, you either live up to the expectation that people have for you, or you don't. Right. I mean, there's always going to be a set standard, but. You know, so expectations have a, you know, there's two two sides of the coin, I guess. In my side of the coin is always right. I, Wait, what? I no. mean, if you're a franchise, yeah, you want to have high expectations because you want to play win, to yeah. play to win and, you know, be a better team. But, you know, that's a good point. I can, I can He went from that. being a god in Orlando. Yeah, I think people forget. To was, living in Kobe's shadow in yeah, LA. I think people forget he was a. I don't quote me on this. He might be a three-time defensive player of the year or something like that. It sounds about right. I mean, yeah. He he owned it yeah. in Orlando. He he got blocks and but Yeah. Hit me. Uh okay, let's see. With the uh recent Detroit Pistons trade, they will be stuck in mediocrity even with the addition of Blake Griffin. No. 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 I think that backcourt is or front court, excuse me. Yeah. You're forgiven. Is uh, <laughs> it's too much to handle? I mean, give it time. Trust the process. I, I don't. Uh, people have a fond uh, habit of judging too early. Yeah. And I mean, in some cases, it makes sense. Like Alonzo. 
<laughs> or, or Markel Fultz, but you know, he he's actually if if you look at a video of him, he's gotten his jumper back. You know, it's not really totally god awful. Nice. Trust the process, but whatever. Speaking T- of which, TTP. Speaking of which, um, a Philly sports executive, um, yes, has put up some billboards across um, Philadelphia trying to recruit LeBron and seven, seven yeah. Billboards. There's a re- there, there are reports coming out that. Um, LeBron was looking at some private schools around the Philadelphia area um, for potential his his kids going there. So yeah, you never know. And they were trying to recruit um, Giannis Antetokounmpo actually, like complete the process. I mean, that'd be cool because he's still a young player. But no, yeah. I don't want to see him leave Milwaukee. He, yeah, he belongs there. Because ah, I mean, man, Milwaukee hasn't had anything. Milwaukee, I, Milwaukee. LeBron, I mean, he's coming up on free agency. What though. if Milwaukee gets Milwaukee. LeBron? Oh, you don't say, though. I don't say. I did say. Oh, man. Could you imagine LeBron in Milwaukee? That would just be in. That would be crazy. That would be crazy, man. Lake Shano would just go up in flames because of how crazy everyone would be. Um, While we're in the West, this, wow. this is an interesting one. Okay. Very hypothetical. <clears throat> Very. If the Celtics didn't have Kyrie, Horford, or Hayward. Wow. Yeah, that's a, that's a big three right there. They would still have one of the brightest futures in the league with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and a top five pick this year. Hmm. I can repeat it if you need me to. No, no, no. I got it. I'm contemplating. I don't see that happening. I don't know. I'm so used to seeing Al Horford and Kyrie. And Where did Al Horford go to? He's with Boston. He's with Boston, okay. Yeah. He's still with them. Yeah, he's been actually making a lot of threes. It's kind of crazy. Or no, sorry, I was thinking about uh, Kyle Corver. Sorry, that was just a mix of names. Um, I, I say no, but I say pa. I don't know. Their coach is good. I don't think people have given uh, Brad Stevens, Coach Brad, enough yeah. enough credit for what he's done with those with those teams that he's had because he really brought Boston out of mediocrity. Yeah, from the post uh, limelight of. Their big three that won the championship in two thousand eight. In two thousand eight, yeah, they went down and they tanked hard. Mm-hmm. And so I think Brad Stevens has done a great job of bringing them back up. And so I would say, to an extent, yes, because I feel like he could work with that talent and figure out a game plan to win. You trust in him? I trust in him. But yet again, it always is like, well, what, what, well, what they got in return with Kyrie? You know? Yeah, and. Boston won that trade. We all know that. We all know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I say no, but it's okay. Um, Victor Oladipo. Oladipo. The, the Black Panther is a top five shooting guard in the league. Hmm. Top five shooting guard. Dang. Do you have any numbers on him? I don't. Curious his percentages. He's doing, he's been doing pretty well. I think he's very he's bloomed. What's your take? I think he's bloomed incredibly since the trade um from Oklahoma City. Um I say yeah. You I say mean, yeah? I mean the the okay. post has it um Harden, DeRozan, Butler, Oladipo and Clay. So. Okay, I I see that. Yeah, yeah. once you once you throw in the names, okay. you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Here we go. So, 
when we were talking about Anthony Davis and how performance, how how powerful his performance has been lately, right? Um, right. We've been talking about MVP. Do you think he will win it at least once in his career? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, no doubt. Yeah. He's going to win at least once because he carries he carries that team. Yeah. He is the he is Nolan's right. Boogie helps, but no one can say anything about the Pelicans yeah. without mentioning the Brow's name. Yeah. I mean, receiving assists from Rajon Rondo. and I mean, I forget he still plays. I, wow. That yeah. is good on him. Drew Holiday, my cousin. That's right. I always think that every time I see yeah. his numbers, I'm like, that's probably John's cousin yeah. for all I know. Um. If Miami doesn't make the playoffs they, this year, they should rebuild. Yes. I don't know. With the new acquisition of Dwayne Wade and the uh, recent game winner he shot. Uh, um, they're currently I'm going to say this lightly. They're currently the eighth seed, so. Yes, but that's for this season. They weren't doing well, and they weren't really holding their own without Wade either. Okay. So I would so, say, even though they have the jerseys to back them up with the Miami Vice jerseys, yeah. I think if you're going to look long-term, past organizational growth. Past the season? Yes, okay. past the season and next season. Okay. Because Dwayne Wade may not. May you're going to need to rebuild. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, I think, unless they really tank. Yeah, because there's a significant drop-off. Yeah. But, but still. Yeah. Okay. Because people are going to get upset because, okay, they'll they'll make the playoffs first round, but they can't get past it. Yeah. They it, can't get past being the eighth seed playing number one. No. People are going to get upset. And they're going to be like, well, we should have had a better round. team. Why can't we have a better team? Oh, because yeah. no one makes trades. They won't make it past the first round. But. No. Um, If Gordon Hayward – is able to return this season, they, they will win the, the finals. Dang. It's not in the stars, my I friend. I don't know, man. Not in the stars, my friend. I don't know. I'm just trying to – I'm imagining them on the Rockets as the NBA finals. And I just, not Toronto? I mean, they have less wins. I know, I know, I know. Less, so less losses. A, I'm just trying to imagine. But you got yeah, you got to consider strength of schedule, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I just, and that's that's even to say, you you bust your ankle early on the season. How are you going to compete now? You're not yeah. going to. I mean, you're going to pull an Isaiah Thomas, not as bad, right? But you know, but he Gordon Hayward's such a good player, though. Yeah, I think they. I think I don't know if they win, but they definitely are going to the finals if Gordon Hayward can come back and produce. I mean, I'd like, but to I see can't him. deny. I cannot deny Demar I'd, Derozan. Yeah, He's I'd so like. Good. I'd like to see them go. But he's so good. You got you got Toronto and Cleveland up there too. I mean, I'm more worried about Toronto than Cleveland, but you know, I think anybody is. Yeah. Um, no joke. Let's see. Lori Markkinen has a chance at being Rookie of the Year. Yes. No. 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 no you don't think so? Okay. Because of Utah. I'm a Bulls fan, but you're, Donovan Mitchell. You think Donovan? He's not. But Lori, he's been so good. It's Rookie Year, he, man. He's not sizing up to Ben Simmons or. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this: Do you think? Uh, Markinen has a chance to be MVP someday if he continues on a strong developmental growth, or do you think he's peaking? He's not peaking now. No, I mean he's a rookie. Yeah. Um. I mean he's he's a player to reach 
hundred three pointers the fastest, or was it forty games or something like yeah. that? He's got a bright future. He has to be used effectively. Yeah. Um. A trade might need to happen. He might need to be put with a better team. I have no idea. But you know, if he if he performs as well as he does, I mean, he's really have to get a compare to other p- people like you know Devin Booker and yeah, you know all these other great MVP players. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it might it might be a future for him. Who knows? Okay, that'd be cool. Any more? Yeah, we got three more. Three more. Um, Lonzo Ball went from overhyped and hated to underrated. Yeah, because I haven't heard his name in the news in a while. Yeah, he recently just lost a shooting competition between him and Bow Wow, the rapper. Uh, but you know that, that again, is kind of embarrassing because yeah. the amount of I'm sorry, I can't even say that. I that's just what what. Yeah. I don't think he's underrated, but I mean he had a couple good assists. I mean, uh, I'm just glad to not have any <laughs> any of the Ball family in my tweets recently. Right, they're all in Lithuania suffering because it's so cold and dark there. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine by me. Under the shadow of the Soviet Union in yeah. the back door. All right, we'll end it with uh, Steph Curry. Chef Curry, is he a debatably? Debatably, top three point guard of all time. Oh my gosh, we get in this kind of debate every week. It drives me crazy because I want to initially like my knee jerk reaction is to always say yes, but then I'm like, remember the legends of the past. And I think when you ask people our age this question, all yeah. we all we know is Steph Curry because yeah. we grow we we grow up watching him. We know so much about him. He's yeah. Got these records and he's climbing up in the all time three point made. He's he's climbing up there. Yeah. But what's the question? Is it all said and done or right now? All time. Like top three all time. I'd say top five, maybe. Yeah. Not not top three. I gotta wait until his career is over. That's true. I gotta see how much he can produce. Um, last one to cap it all off. We're looking into this crystal ball here. Okay. Will the Warriors be dethroned within the two four years? Yes. Next two two to four years. Yes. Who says not now? Zero to six. Yeah. Zero. Well, to, I mean zero I to mean, four years. You got teams like Houston going on and Houston, Toronto, Boston, right? Nuggets. It always seems to me that they always really, really turn. They're like the Patriots. They turn it on so much in in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they're not like the twenty fourteen fifteen season. When they won, what if Steve Kerr is Bill Belichick? It's just saying, it's all a conspiracy, man. It's all a conspiracy. <laughs> it's all interconnected. Coachgate. I think they'll. I think they might win one or two within the next four years, but yeah, they'll lose eventually. Yeah, things are only good for so long. So I hear that. Okay. Yep. That wraps it up for NBA hot takes. NBA action. Moving on over to what, what do you want? Hockey. Talk? NFL. Let's oh, let's talk about hockey. Let's talk about us. hockey. So the on. NHL trade deadline just occurred, and there were some notable acquisitions and trades that went down. Okay. Number one, Paul Stastny, the famed defector of the Avalanche to the Blues, was traded to Winnipeg. Hmm. Winnipeg! Winnipeg doesn't need any more help. And he got traded to Winnipeg, and then I think the Blues, the Blues are starting to fall off significantly, and they're headed towards a rebuild. 
That's what it looks like. Gotcha. I may be jumping the wagon a little too fast here, I mean, but you don't just to. trade Paul Stasny yeah. you, to Winnipeg. Win, Winnipeg's already loaded at yeah, as, something, as it is. Something's going on. Um, let's see here. The fire sale of the New York Rangers is still going on. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They, they completely went to rebuild mode and tanked and just kind of sold off, <laughs> you, you could say, all of their assets. They traded uh, <laughs> star Ryan McDonough and JT Miller to the Lightning, which the Lightning already loaded as well. Right. You remember with Steve Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov. It's um, a fun name. They got back uh, Vladislav uh, Nemes. Nemestikov and prospects, two prospects and a first round, twenty eighteen first round pick and a conditional second round pick. There's a lot of talk about Eric Carlson leaving Ottawa in Ottawa's implosion after trying to acquire Matt Duchesne, but they Eric Carlson is staying. Let's see here. There are a couple of little trades between some teams, but the, the Sharks will acquire Sabers, popular popular forward. Or not super pop, but he's good. Evander Kane for a first-round pick and a couple other picks. And then let's see here. Um, the Islanders were thinking about trading John Tavares. That didn't happen. And then the Blue... Well, in our neck of the woods, this affected us, but the Blue Jackets offered the Blackhawks a third-round pick in exchange for Artem, or Artemi Anisinov. But it seems like that deal did not go through. It didn't go well as as it should have. And if anyone needs to rebuild, it's Chicago. It might be our beloved Blackhawks. But yeah, so Ryan McDonough, Rick Nash, you know, the New York traded. Rick Nash has been there for like forever and traded him away. Um, let me see what team. Um, but yeah, so that's what's significant is is that the Blues traded away Paul Stasny. Evander Kane left or got traded. The fire sale of the Rangers is occurring, and the Lightning just got stronger. So I'm pretty sure for the Stanley Cup final, it's going to be the Golden. <laughs> I don't want to say it's going to be the Golden Knights, but it. The way the standings look right now, it'll be the Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning for the final. Okay. And the Lightning just got stronger, so. But in other news outside of the, nothing's really changing the schedule or the standings, by the way. It's still pretty much has held its own ground. Maybe okay. just a couple of changes here or there. Nothing too big, though, from what we keep talking about. Um, but something interesting happened this past week. Seattle has built a new stadium Kind of in the idea that Las Vegas did theirs is, is that it's oriented towards having the ability to have an NHL team there. And so this morning, Seattle had a goal of getting 10,000 season ticket, um, not donations, but deposits. Okay, People that say, you know, hey, I'm definitely, I want to see, we're going to games. It's straightforward. Right. Their goal was ten thousand. In the C- Seattle has the Seahawks and the Mariners. The Mariners haven't even with King Felix. They just still can't seem to put it together. They have the longest playoff drought since two thousand one. 
Okay, that's that makes sense. Out, Seventeen years without making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, and then they have the Seahawks, who are you know average, good, yeah. average, good. Um, which depends if Russell Wilson stays with the Yankees or not. Who knows? Hot take. Um, Jeez, I mean Stanton, him, and Judge, and he looked. And Todd Frazier. And Todd Frazier. He looked pretty good. And Brad, Brad he's holding his own. Yeah. Um, so, but in the in the first twelve minutes, they hit their goal of ten thousand deposits. Twelve minutes for an NHL team in Seattle. Yeah, good for them. And then by the towards the end of the day, they had gone up to twenty five thousand deposits. That's crazy. That stadium can only hold. Like seventeen thousand something. Yeah. So that's a really good, strong head start and on it, your first day of selling. Yeah, and it's potential seats. The NHL could be like, "No, screw you, we're not doing this." Yeah. But it looks like they're going to do the same thing that they did with Golden, the Golden Knights. If, this you, is if you have the money, you know, dollar signs are everywhere. <clears throat> I don't know how soon it might be this season or next season, but they'll do it in the same way as is that the yeah. you know teams put up two people up for uh, expansion right. draft picks and then. Las, not Las Vegas, but uh, whoever the Seattle, the Seattle tsunami. Let's say that the Seattle tsunami might come. It will come through and be able to pick one from each team. So something certainly something to look forward to. And I know Kevin Durant was outspoken because he was a supersonic back in the day. So yeah, I keep like that was the same. It was the same year that Kevin Durant got drafted, and then the Seattle SuperSonics moved to OKC. And you have to remember too this anecdotal evidence, but Oklahoma City did have a NBA team for two seasons before the SuperSonics. Really? Do you remember who they were? My hint will probably give it away. Okay. It's hard to remember, but something happened with Hurricane Katrina that allowed Oklahoma City to have an NBA team for two years. Oh. Is the uh, New Orleans Hornets? Yeah, the OKC Hornets. Okay, really? OKC Hornets for two seasons, yep. Wow. I still have my shirt from middle school that we were like, yeah, we've got an NBA team, suckers. That's weird. I, I didn't even know how long uh, the uh, the New Orleans Hornets were out. I mean, they don't even sound like a name anymore yeah. or like a real team. Then they went back to New Orleans, and then, then they went to Charlotte. So. Yeah. I was like, oh wait, Chris Paul played there. That was weird. Yeah, yeah. When he first got drafted, but in other news, um, the NCAA has been coming under fire for uh, corrupt, corrupt sports teams, organizations, um, anywhere from UNC to Duke to Kansas. Um, a lot of big Baylor, Penn State, Michigan State. Yeah, a bunch of uh, Michigan big, State. Don't forget. Yeah, a bunch of uh, heavy fire, big time. Uh, college basketball schools, and lately, uh, Sean Miller, the head coach of the Arizona Wildcats for the men's basketball team, was, uh, he wasn't indicted, he was uh, investigated for giving a recruit, I don't know if he plays there now, or if he is being recruited, $100,000 to sign with the team or stay with the team, and uh, I believe that's called bribery, but um, he he was uh, investigated um, he claimed the allegations were false. Um, he wasn't found guilty, but ESPN is standing by the report. Um, I mean, if I'm part of that organization, I was like, 
Step down, dude. That is that is bad PR. That does not look good on your college. Did anyone learn from what what happened? We talk about this often, but SMU. Okay? Back no one learned from SMU. No one learned from Penn State. No one learned from USC. No one learned from Rick Pitino in Louisville. Yeah, just recently. The University of Adidas. And just, Seriously. And recently, there it might have been. I don't know if that's directly correlated or not, but um, Sharif O'Neal, Shaq's son, was gonna is, was committed to Arizona. He decommitted. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if he was involved with the schedule or not. I doubt he was. Um, and then he committed to UCLA because of that. So smart move. Good on him. Protect his name. Yeah. But yeah, that's just a quick that update. That is insane. Um, Hundred, you stupid. This just it blows my mind. That's up. Some people just can't be helped. I guess. Yeah. Um, Dang. In terms of MLB, uh, we got some spring spring games. The Grapefruit League is up and running, and the Cactus League is up and running. So teams Cubs, are playing their hearts out. Cubs play Rockies today. Trying to figure out. Cubs were beating the Rockies last time I checked. Yeah, they're up 2-0. Um, Ian Happ hit a two-run home run. You Darvish is down with a stomach bug right now, which is Dang. a little unfortunate. But uh, the uh, Los Angeles Angels prospect is looking good. He's batting pretty well. Okay. Along with, shoot, uh, Shoney. Russell Wilson playing. Yeah, sure. It's weird seeing him in the pinstripes, but, you know, that'd be pretty interesting to see. I think I said this on the podcast before, but the Rockies actually had Russell Wilson drafted in their organization. Really? And he actually was a pitcher. Huh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was a pitcher in the organization for a couple of years while he was in college, and then he decided to commit to football instead of the Rockies. Yeah. And the Rockies had his contract, his baseball contract, until he won the Super Bowl. Oh, in 2013. And then the Rockies were like, did, well... Did he plan on signing with them? He did. Oh, he did? He did sign with oh, them. Oh, wow. But, uh... Because I know... But the Rockies were like, you can go, but if you decide to go back to baseball, we have your contract. But <laughs> then, then they... Then he, then he went to Super Bowl. Yeah, but then... So then they sold the contract to Texas, the Rangers. Oh, okay. And was, then the Rangers traded it for something. Uh, but I was like, this is this invisible player that's never going to come back. Yeah. And sure enough, he's in spring training with the... The Yankees. I was going to ask if that was post or pre-Rangers, but yeah, I don't know. The Rockies had an eye on him out of out of high school hmm. and in college. Cool. He must have been a dual sport athlete then. Yes. Yeah. Clearly. Um, speaking of football, not not a lot going on. The Kirk Cousins sweepstakes. Is Kirk still Cousins up. is a free agent. Denver Broncos were supposed to be the front runner, but it looks like I trusted John. I love Johnny. Jay Elway is the man, yeah. but I'm like, um, buddy, we need we need a QB. Yeah. Um, a couple places was the Jets. They were the Vikings seemed to got yeah. They was a random they didn't dark tag, horse. They didn't tag Case Keenum. I think Bridgewater is a free agent now. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also looking at Arizona because Carson Palmer retired. Oh Cleo, yeah, that's Cleveland right. Browns are always an option. It's not always a good one at that. It's always an option. Um. Blake Bortles was re-signed by Jacksonville, so that's not an open spot. But I, I think either Cleveland's always an option, obviously. But I think either Arizona or Denver, or maybe the Jets, because they're going to be willing to shell or out the or Vikings not. or the Vikings. Who knows? I don't know why you wouldn't tag Case Keenum. He played solid. Yeah, but that's on them. Yeah. Uh, Matt Forte, running back for the Chicago Bears, retired after a twelve-year seat. 12-year career. I always loved Matt Forte. He was great. I mean, always loved him. I knew him for... I remember watching... Uh, you're going to have to remind me of this. Super Bowl playing against... It was weird. It was a Midwest, Midwest Super Bowl between the Colts and the Bears. 
first play of the game, uh, Matt Forte gets a kick return and scores. No, 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 no. That's Devin Hester. Oh, Devin Hester. Right. Devin Hester. Sorry. I was like eight. It's okay. (laughs) What what year was that? 2005. Five. Man, that was a long time ago. No, 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 no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven? Oh, seven. Yeah. You're right. Sorry. But, yeah. Super Bowl XLI. Before they went to numbers. For one season. Yeah. For yeah, for one season. Yeah, for Super Bowl fifty. And Peyton won that one too. So, this <laughs> is true. Did he? He lost two and one too, didn't he? He lost two and one too. Yep. Yeah. He lost one to the Saints and he lost one to. Um, oh, that was oh nine. Yep. That and then he lost one to, with the Broncos to Seattle. Seattle yeah. I think the oh seven oh nine year that was that was his prime, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, well, I think that. No, 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 no. 2013 is when he ended his peakness. Oh, his peakness. That 51 touchdown season, or no, it was like 56 touchdown season. Peyton Manning was. I think he's still got a couple of records left. El Fuego. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. All right. Here we go. I just thought of this. Question to end the podcast: Better or worse than Elway? Manning. Yeah. Worse. Worse. I mean, I mean, yeah. Elway's got. Three, <laughs> no, 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 no. Elway never trailed off in his career. He played lights out all the way to he now you have to understand, and I'm sure people in the podcast listening are yelling right now. It is well argued and well heard that John Elway would not have won the Super Bowls without Terrell Davis. Hmm. That is true. But the same can be said Peyton Manning would not have won the Super Bowl in his last season without Von Miller. Hmm. Maybe in Super Bowl Fifty, but I mean he's got the other one. Yes, in Super, I'm referring to the Broncos one. Yeah. All right. Okay. But um, yeah. But his numbers trailed off really bad after 2013. Yeah. So, but John Elway still held up because he had the help of Terrell Davis. So I can't. I like them both. I think John Elway was better for a yeah. longer time. I mean, I I know more. And I, that style of the NFL back then. Yeah, I know the Peyton, pads. Yeah, I know Peyton Moore for being getting cold. a concussion was cool. Yeah, pot was cool. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about does it for this episode of Sports 360. Thanks for tuning in and joining us for a good hour or so of sports talk. Um, Appreciate it. Any last words? No, I love you guys. Come out to the Peck Center or to the Nest yeah. to watch the Rock Valley women's play basketball. Playoff um, game. It's uh, spring break this week, so we won't have an episode next week, but we will be back the week after that with plenty of sports news. I'm sure a lot will happen. Yeah. But take care and be safe. Peace. See ya.